the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. God is calling you and to a new position as we approach the coming year. This is a year of fulfillment for so many in the body of Christ. Restoration began to take place in 2022 and 2023. Now fruition, manifestation of so many dreams are dawning at the beginning of 2024. Look forward forward to the coming year with hope and with expectation. Regardless of what you have been told, God is still God and he never changes. Jeremiah said, O sovereign Lord, you made the heavens and the earth and nothing is too hard for you. Have you ever just been kind of cruising along in life and everything seems to be going well and then all of a sudden, something major happens or things begin to just kind of fall apart, kind of corrode, if you will. And what seemed to just be the perfect place in life and everything suddenly takes a shift. That happened in the book of Daniel. There Daniel is in the Providence and he's in Persia and he's one of the most important governors under the king. But jealousy gets into the heart of some of the men. As Daniel is given so much to have authority over, Daniel's a man that's full of prayer and seeks his God three times a day. Everything seems to be going very well for Daniel. But envy, Satan puts envy and jealousy in the hearts of some of the men around Daniel. I'm in the Old Testament right now in the book of Daniel. We know that King Darius passed the law that No one would worship any other God, and they must bow down to the statue that was made of him and worship the statue, and Daniel refused. But Daniel's his life is just cruising along. Everything's going so well, and all of a sudden, everything takes a turn, and it changes. Daniel, because he refuses to worship an idol, is thrown into the lion's den. Now let's back up for just a moment here. And my question today is, what's the name of your lion? 
What is the name of your lion? Daniel's thrown into the lion's den. Now, Daniel has lived a life of prayer. Daniel goes under the rule of King Darius. He goes under the rule of the king. He's a very, very young man. But at the time when Daniel is actually thrown into the lion's den, Daniel's about 80 years old, at least 80 years old, 70, maybe 80 years old. This man is seasoned. Everything's going along well in his life, but he is seasoned, rooted, and grounded in prayer. And Daniel is very familiar with his God. He knows the ways of his God. He knows the power of his God. He knows the sovereign grace and mercy of his God. And Daniel trusts in his God and his God alone. Daniel refuses to turn his back on the God that he believes in, the God that has saved his life. It is God that has really placed him into a position of authority. And Daniel refuses to worship any idol. And so the law is passed that anyone who will not fall down and worship the idol, that one will lose their life. Ah, Daniel continues to go before God in his daily prayer, even from his window where he can be seen worshiping his God in prayer. So the king who loves Daniel must keep his word. The kings of that day, it would be a horrible thing if he did not keep his word. The king has Daniel thrown into the lion's den. But the Bible tells us that King Darius, he was grieving, his heart was saddened for the whole night because he didn't want to see anything happen to Daniel. The king's heart obviously was poised to believe that possibly Daniel's God would save his life. And so early the next morning, the Bible tells us that King Darius rushes to the lion's den. He has the stone moved back and he calls out to Daniel, Daniel, oh, Daniel, has your God saved you? What a glorious thing. And Daniel calls out to King Darius. He says, Oh, King Darius, live forever. For my God has sent his angel and shut the lion's mouth that they could not harm me. What is the name of your lion today? What is it that you are facing? Daniel is saved because of his life of prayer. That's what saved Daniel's life, his relationship with God. So even when everything seemed right and he was just cruising along without a problem in the world, obviously, right? Everything is in order. The king had even given him more territory. The Bible tells us that the king found excellent in Daniel's spirit. Daniel worshiped and loved his God. He kept his prayer times. He kept that relationship with God. When Daniel is thrown into the lion's den, he's armed and he's ready. Daniel is seasoned for the battle. Daniel is found alive the next morning. Lions, vicious, hungry lions are turned into house kittens. I'll praise your name today, Lord God. Father God, we thank you that wherever we are, you are always present. In the lion's den, and the depth of what seemed to be great trouble and travail in his life. Daniel is poised 
for the battle. We have an image of Daniel standing there before hungry lions, and they appear to be mere house kittens. Oh, Father God, we thank you that no matter what circumstance we are facing, no matter how loud the lion may roar, we know that you are with us, and we thank you. We thank you today. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you that wherever we are, that's where you are. Jesus' glorious name, amen. So what is the name of your lion? Whether you're facing sickness, whether it's financial disaster, whether it's relationship, maybe it's a struggle in the workplace, no matter what the name of your lion is, God is with you in the midst of your circumstance. The word of the Lord says he's called you out of darkness into his glorious light. So even though it may look dark around you, you are actually standing in the glorious light of God. You're standing before the Father right where you are. In the midst of your circumstance, he sees you right where you are. And he knows every detail of what you are going through. There isn't anything that's happened in your life that God isn't aware of. It's so important that we maintain a life of prayer, that we maintain an attitude of prayer. I want to tell you something one day that I said to the Lord, and I want you to to be nice to me now, be kind, and don't judge me, okay? Don't judge me on this now. I've said it twice, so before I say this. Um, but, but I was just thinking one day, and I wasn't expecting God to answer. You know, when you're just thinking, that happens to me often. I'm just thinking about something, and I'm not expecting him to answer at that time. But this particular day, I was in prayer, and I was deep in prayer, and I said to the Lord, I'm so deep in prayer at that time that there's, there's a peace. That's, it's not only in my heart, it is surrounding me. You know, when you're praying and you're in deep prayer and you can actually feel outwardly the presence of God. It was that day for me. And I was having this deep experience with God and his presence. It seemed to just fill the room. And, and I was just engulfed in his presence as I prayed. And so I said to the Lord, I said, ah, oh, sovereign Lord, when I leave this prayer time, I want to take this peace of God with me. I don't want to just experience your presence so intense while I'm praying. I said, Lord, when I leave this prayer time, sovereign God, when I leave this prayer time, I want to leave and walk in the same peace that I'm experiencing with you right now. Do you know what he said to me? <laughs> right then, just as I, I ended saying that to him, and, I, and I'm about to go home praying, but he spoke to me. He said, then you'll have to spend more time in my presence. You'll have to spend more time with me. Oh, bless his name. This morning, the Holy Spirit is the great teacher. See, God was showing me, was teaching me right then. If you want to have that same love, that same presence, that same peace, the experience of the Holy Spirit, 
if you want that to be your walk, you know what I'm saying? You want to know and experience his presence as you're working, as you're making phone calls, as you're tending to children, as you're talking to someone in the store, as you're, you're in your car, wherever you're, you're on the plane, wherever you are, in the midst of a scene of war, wherever you are, and you want to experience his presence, that we have to spend more time in his presence. He was making that clear to me. So, in other words, it's not something that I'm holding back from you, Valerie. It's not something that I don't desire that you have. But in order to experience that level of peace, in order to experience that type of relationship, you'll have to spend more time where you are right now. That meant more time in prayer. That meant more time in worship. That meant time in his presence. Just me and God alone. He requires that of each of us. Doesn't he? Time in his presence. Time getting to know him. Time where it's you and God together. Remember, we've talked about this before. It's not always... Prayer it really isn't about what we do. Prayer is about what God does. That's what prayer really is about. It's about what God does. And God wants us walking in a relationship of communion, a relationship where we are actually experiencing his presence. And when we leave that time of prayer, The experience of his presence, it doesn't fade away. The experience of his presence goes with us into the workplace. The experience of his presence stays with us so that there is a constant awareness of the presence of God. Now that's power manifesting itself. God wants to manifest his power in our lives. When we begin to experience that level of a relationship with God, talk about answers to prayer and great manifestations of what you are praying for and who you are praying for, experiencing the manifestation of the power of God. But it's mandatory that we stay in his presence. Now, Daniel in the lion's den had established a relationship with God. When we establish a relationship with God, Daniel is fully aware of the love of God. Daniel knows and he has no doubt that God loves him. So when he's thrown into the lion's den, the Bible doesn't tell us he was fighting, he was arguing, he was trying to figure his way out. The Bible gives us no account of that happening. We see a willing Daniel going into the lion's den. And we see a willing Daniel Coming out, coming out so that God will receive the glory. The word of the Lord says that the eyes of the Lord search to and fro, looking for the one that he can show himself strong to. So whatever it is that you're facing, God wants to show himself strong. That's how he receives the glory. When he shows himself strong and we know that what just happened was impossible and the only one who could have manifested such power The only one who could have changed our circumstance, it could only be God. God wants us to be aware of his presence. 
once we fall intimately in love with God, there is a new confidence. There is a level of trust that no matter what the lion is, no matter what the name of the lion is, you will be able to stand. The peace of God will guard your heart and your mind. The peace of God was guarding Daniel's heart and his mind because Daniel stayed in his presence. Daniel built up a prayer life. And so when the day of trouble came in Daniel's life, Daniel was prepared. What is the name of your lion? What are you facing? What seems impossible in your life right now? You're going to have to deal with that. You'll have to deal with the lion. Because whatever you're facing has a because. Because of this, I cannot. Because of blank, I cannot have such and such. Because of age, I cannot. Then you're going to have to deal with your perspective on age. Because of the sickness, I cannot. Then you're going to have to deal with the sickness on the spiritual level of healing. Whatever the name of your lion is, you're going to have to deal with that because. And your perspective on your situation will change. God wants you to know that he is the God of the impossible. And there isn't anything that's impossible with God. What's the name of your lion today? What is it that you are facing? And it seems that it is bigger and more powerful than anything that you could possibly conquer. Maybe you're going through a situation with a child, with a loved one, and the circumstance seems insurmountable. And there is definitely no way out. And your back is against the wall. And you don't even have an answer to the circumstance. That's where we leave off. Then we truly allow the power of God to take over the circumstance. We must learn to trust God. The easiest way to learn to trust God is to fall intimately in love with him. That's the easiest way. To develop a trust relationship where you truly come to know him. And when we come to know God on his terms and not ours, when we come to know God on his terms, we can come into a relationship of agreement. Agreement with his will. Agreement with his ways. When we begin to come into agreement with the will of God, when Jesus said, Not my will, but thy will be done. He acknowledged coming into full agreement with the will of God. And then there's a manifestation of the power of God. And the power of God is seen ruling over the circumstance. What is the name of your lion today? No matter what the name of the lion is, whether it's poverty whether it's a spiritual situation, whether deliverance is needed, whether you're you're dealing with a demonic force, whatever it is, what is the name of your lion? Whatever it is, God is greater. God is bigger than the circumstance. And God has, he always has a way out. 
God wants to lift you up to mountaintop faith and to take you to a place of victory. If you aren't facing something today, establish yourself rooted and grounded in intimate relationship. If you are facing something today, root and ground yourself in an intimate relationship with God. Go to the 91st Psalm. Every child of God, you know, my father used to say, every child of God should know the 91st Psalm. Every child. Every child of God should have the 91st Psalm memorized. Read it over and over and over again. Write it down. Read it and over and over again. Let it get into your heart so that when you need it, the word of God rises up in your heart and the level of trust that you have in God prevails for you. You will find yourself in a safety zone. You will find yourself under the shadow of his wing and a place where the enemy cannot touch you. What is the name of your lion? Today, whatever it is that you are facing, you silence the lion. You silence the voice of the enemy by the unadulterated, immovable, unshakable word of God. That's how you silence the enemy. Rebuke the enemy and he will flee from you. But use the word of God. The word of God will always prevail. God wants to take you to mountaintop victory where you prevail in every circumstance where fear cannot touch you by preparing yourself, by staying in the word of God, by establishing your prayer life. I'm talking about a set time where you push other responsibilities out of the way. I'm responsible for that, but I can get it done at this time. I I can get it done at that time. I can get it completed before it's time for me to pray. In the coming year, manipulate your life so that you have time in the presence of God. Because God wants you to have the victory in every circumstance, not just some over here and a little bit over there. God wants you to take the victory in every circumstance that you are facing. What is the name of your lion today? Regardless Of the name of that lion, there is one who is greater. The word of the Lord says, all power and authority has been given unto him. All power and authority. God rules. He is the master over every circumstance that you are facing. And he has the power and the authority to bless you and to take you to a place of increase. He said, I'll prosper you, to take you to a position of prosperity, to take you to an expected end. What does that mean, an expected? God expects you to end in victory. He wants to take you to an expected end. Jeremiah 29, 11, I have a hope and a dream for you, and it's good, and it's not evil. That's God's desire for you today. His hope and his dream is good and not evil. He wants to take you to the mountaintop where everything looks completely different from where you are standing right now. He wants to take you to a place of victory. 
And that requires an intimate relationship. Because in an intimate relationship, you will receive vision. You will receive revelation. You will hear the voice of God giving you instruction, providing direction. And then, and only then, you'll be able to act in faith in every circumstance that you face. Daniel was able to act in faith. And after he comes out of the lion's den, King Darius is no longer putting into act the demand that everyone worship an idol. Now he wants everyone to worship Daniel's God. The king says he is the only true and living God. You know the only true and living God right now. But we must come into an intimate relationship with him. He wants to take you to mountaintop victory to an expected end. I'm Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's people to pray. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.